Well, good morning, everyone. I've been playing around with tele uh, Telegram. <laughs> I was playing around with Telegram too this morning, but I was playing around with Podbean and learning some things and figuring out some stuff. It's so wonderful to see you guys here, well, guys and gals. And we finished up on Tuesday the Book of Romans, and I was asking Father today to lead me and guide me on what he wanted us to go over. And i tell you what, I got some mixed messages. Um, I, I'm not quite sure on this, but this is kind of where he led me when I opened my Bible. Um, he led me to Proverbs. And so I'm going to start in Proverbs. And then the other one was Philippians. So I thought we could cover Philippians. It's a short epistle and I haven't covered Philippians yet. I'm so glad Father led you to the live today, Liz. I'm so happy you're here. Good morning, Emily. I'm glad you're here as well. Good morning, Tim and Cyrus. And looks like we've got Arnon in the house as well. It's so great to have you here in Sharbird. It's wonderful to have to see everyone here and watch it grow and and watch Father work in our wonderful lives and. And how he's moving everyone. Um, tonight, uh, just to to discuss what's going to go on tonight, um, we've got Knickknack Show at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And then Echoes has hers. I'm hoping it's still on tonight. Tim, do you know um, there's not been any changes to that, has there, for Echoes at 8 p.m.? Okay, she is on tonight. So Echoes will be on right after Knickknacks tonight. Um, tonight we're going to cover symbology and the symbolism. Um, and then we're going to continue that next week as well on Knickknacks, um, Monday at 7 p.m. Brother John, MSM Liars, will be joining us for Monday, um, talking about toroidals as well as frequency and continuing on with the symbolism. Let's dive into his word. If anybody has any prayer requests, um, post them in here at the end. I will uh, make sure we, we pray at the end so that way I don't take up everyone's time doing a prayer at the beginning and the end. But Awesome. Thank you for posting that link for Echoes. She has been on target, man. I'll tell you what. And then I think um, tonight's MSM Liars on Kilted Christian. We've got Bards FM at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and we, of course, have Bended Knee at 4 p.m. I missed that yesterday, and I was so sad, so I've got to do some catching up today. But let's dive in. So where Father led me today when I opened up my Bible was Proverbs 23 and 24. So I'm going to read those first, and then if we've got any questions, we'll try to get those answered. If not, we'll move on. I am reading out of an NASB. It's a Hebrew Greek keyword study Bible. It's the NASB 1977 edition. I thoroughly enjoy it. And believe it or not, it's kind of ironic. Um, I was looking for a new Bible because my daughter's dog, his name is Loki. We didn't name him that. That was the name from the owners, but it's fitting for him. Um, he chewed straight through my leather Bible cover um case it was a zip up you know how those are well he chewed through that and my bible so i had to get a new one 
and I was deciding when, what, which one to get. That one was an NIV, and I think it was God's hand on that because I've heard they're changing some of the, the literature on um, an NIV was what um, Faith Works, Flight Works Mary. I know y'all probably know Mary. She's a wonderful person. And I jokingly call her fruitcake because of a video she shared that's wonderful. But um, NIV has started changing their words some. And I was very disappointed to hear that. But um, I think God just kind of led me to this one. I was looking through and doing research on which Bible to get. And this was before Scott had started um And he had found the Founders Bible and Brad Cummings, which that one is the NASB also, but it's the 1995 edition, I believe. But this one was the most closest that I could find to the original text. And funny enough, it arrived. I ordered it on Amazon. I know we tried to avoid Amazon as much as we can, but sometimes we do what we need to do. And so I ordered it and it came on November 3rd, 2020 thought it was hilarious um and since then uh at the front of it I actually wrote the date in there and it said you know presented to you from occasion and I left those two the from and occasion blank but I did put the date and then of course it was um it's funny to look back now because of you know that was when we saw our first big fraudulent election and then um so I put it my I put my sticker in there on the front where I voted and I wrote the date and wrote who I voted for. And then um, on the 8th, I did the same thing. I put the sticker in there and who I voted for. And I guess I'll do that. Um, So this one is starting to uh, really fall apart now because I've used the mess out of this one. But let's dive in. I just wanted to give you all which edition that I was working on. Good morning, Mike. I'm glad to have you here. Um, I just wanted to let you all know which edition I am on. So if it does differ from your sum, you'll know why. Proverbs 23, when you sit down to dine with a ruler, consider carefully what is before you and put a knife to your throat. If you are a man of great appetite, do not desire his delicacies, for it is deceptive food. Do not weary yourself to to gain wealth. Cease from your consideration of it. When you set your eyes on it, it is gone, for wealth certainly makes itself wings like an eagle that flies toward the heavens. Do not eat the bread of a selfish man or desire his delicacies. For as he thinks within himself, so he is. He says to you, eat and drink, but his heart is not with you. You will vomit up the morsel you have eaten and waste your compliments. Do not speak in the hearing of a fool, for he will despise the wisdom of your words. Do not move the ancient boundary or go into the fields of the fatherless. For their redeemer is strong. He will plead their case against you. Apply your heart to discipline and your ears to words of knowledge. Do not hold back discipline from the child. Although you beat him with the rod, he will not die. You shall beat him with the rod and deliver his soul from Sheol. My son, if your heart is wise, my own heart also will be glad. And And my inmost being will rejoice when your lips speak what is right. Do not let your heart envy sinners, but live in the fear of the Lord always. Surely there is a future, and your hope will not be cut off. Listen, my son, and be wise, and direct your heart in the way. Do not be with heavy drinkers of wine, 
or with gluttonous eaters of meat. For the heavy drinker and the glutton will come to poverty, and drowsiness will clothe a man with rags. Listen to your father who begot you, and do not despise your mother when she is old. Buy truth and do not sell it. Get wisdom and instruction and understanding. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning, Jaja. Be safe driving, brother. The father of the righteous will greatly rejoice, and he who begets a wise son will be glad in him. Let your father and your mother be glad, and let her rejoice who gave birth to you. Give me your heart, my son, and let your eyes delight in my ways. For a harlot is a deep pit, and an adulterous woman is a narrow well. And recall that we had discussed, um, some of you may not know, when I was doing these on Telegram and Christ, um, it's Christ Followers. And that on Telegram is Christ Followers 7. If you want to find that, the audio recordings are still there. But we were discussing what the definition of a harlot was. And it's not only a prostitute. Um, it, it has to deal with people who are deceptive as well. Um, slanderers and things like that. So I believe that was in one of our Leviticus episodes. I'll try to find it and post it so that way I'll have the exact definition. It was pretty interesting, though, to find um, that meeting. I'm going to see if I can pull it up real fast because I'll forget. I'll get distracted, and I know myself. I will forget. I'm almost there. I'm sorry, guys. I thought I was almost there. I was in the, uh, the wrong one, the wrong section. That's one thing I do like about this is because it um, gives you the numbers by the words, so you can actually look up the words in the original text and, and what they meant. And that, um, that kind of helps you to understand exactly what is being conveyed by that message in the scripture. And there's a lot of these words that we have one meaning for, but when it was written and translated, there was another. So it's important to get both. Um, all right, so that word in Greek was zonal, Z, it's, uh, it's spelled Z-A-N-A-H. It's a primitive root, highly fed and therefore wanton to commit adultery, usually of the female and less often of simple fornication, rarely of involuntary ravishment. Figurative means to commit idolatry. So it's also people who... Um, who are idol worshippers, the Jewish people being regarded as the spouse of Jehovah, commit fornication, um, be in or play the harlot, a whore, whoredom, go a whoring, whorish. It's a verb meaning to fornicate, to prostitute. It's typically used for for women and only twice in reference to men in Numbers 25.1. This verb occurs in connection with prostitution in Leviticus 21.7 and Proverbs 7.10. Figuratively, 
Israel's improper relationships with other nations in Isaiah 23:17, Ezekiel 23:30, and I'm not sure which this abbreviation's for. It's N A three three four or other gods. Exodus 34:15 and 16, Deuteronomy 31:16, Ezekiel 6:9, Hosea 9:1. As a metaphor, it describes Israel's breach of the Lord's covenant relationship in Exodus 34, 16. <laughs> I'm sorry, Liz. I can, I'll take screenshots. I'll take pictures of this and I'll post it in the knickknacks room. So that way it's there. And I'll also put it in the Christ followers room. Knickknacks on Telegram. I'll get you that link. It's Nikki's Knacks, I believe. And I try to put all the show information in there. Goodness, I get notifications and it comes up. Yes, it's uh, t.me slash Nikki Snacks. And I'll post that in here. So that way I can't write that fast either, honey. And I know I talk faster than a lot of people. So it's my Southern ways. Thank you, Tim. And the Christ Followers Room. Is just Christ Followers 7, I believe is the name for it. And I'll, I'll put it in there so that way y'all can have it. I've got me a, a marker now, so I won't forget that part. I'll do it right after we finish this. Um, but the meanings of those words really do matter. So it's not just a prostitute like most of us would think. And I was very, I, I was shocked when I saw that it also meant idolatry because I had never thought of it in that way. So um, back to Proverbs 23, 27, for a harlot is a deep pit and adulterous woman is a narrow well. So this is also talking about an adulterous woman here. Surely she lurks as a robber and increases the faithless among men who has woe, who has sorrow, who has contentions, who has complaining, who has wounds without cause, who has redness of the eyes of eyes. Those who linger long over wine, those who go to taste mixed wine, do not look on the wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it goes down smoothly. At the last, it bites like a serpent it sting and stings like a viper. Your eyes will see strange things and your mind will utter perverse things. And you will be like the one who lies down in the middle of the sea or like the one who lies down on top of a mast. They struck me, but I did not become ill. They beat me, but I did not know it. When shall I awake? I will seek another drink. Proverbs 24. Do not be envious of evil men, nor desire to be with them. For their minds devise violence, and their lips talk of trouble. By wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is, un it is established. And by knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. A wise man is strong, and a man of knowledge increases power. For by wise guidance, you will wage war. And in abundance of counselors, there is victory. Wisdom is too high for a fool. He does not open his mouth in the gate. He who plans to do evil, men will call him a schemer. But advising of folly is sin, and the scoffer is an abomination to men. If you are slack in the day of distress, your strength is limited. Deliver those who are being taken away to death 
and those who are staggering to slaughter. Oh, hold them back. If you say, see, we did not know this. He Does he not consider it who weighs the hearts? And does he not know it? Know it who keeps your soul? And will he not render to, to man according to his work? My son, eat honey, for it is good. Yes, the honey from the comb is sweet to your taste. Know that wisdom is thus for your soul. If you find it, then there will be a future, and your hope will not be cut off. Do not lie in wait, O wicked man, against the dwelling of the righteous. Do not destroy his resting place. For a righteous man falls seven times and rises again, but the wicked stumble in time of calamity. Do not rejoice when your enemy falls, and do not let your heart be glad when he stumbles, lest the Lord see it and be displeased, and he turn away his anger from him. Do not fret because of evildoers, or be evil, envious of the wicked, for there will be no future for the evil man. The lamp of the wicked will be put out. My son, fear the Lord and the king. Do not associate with those who are given to change, for their calamity will rise suddenly, and who knows the ruin that comes from both of them. These are also, these also are sayings of the wise. To show partiality and judgment is not good. He who says to the wicked, you are righteous. Peoples will curse him. Nations will abhor him. But to those who rebuke the wicked will be delight. And a good blessing will come upon them. He kisses the lips who gives a right answer. Prepare your work outside and make it ready for yourself in the field. Afterwards, then build your house. Do not be a witness against your neighbor without cause, and do not deceive with your lips. Do not say, thus I shall do to him as he has done to me. I will re render to the man according to his work. Now that one right there is one that that rings deep with me, and it's one that I am learning on and trying to change. Because I grew up, you know, I'm a southerner. I grew up in Georgia. I lived in Florida. I've lived in North Carolina and South Carolina. And I was raised, I didn't know the scripture as well, but I did go to church. And even as a child, I can recall we had a, a First Baptist church right up the road from us. Um, the preacher, of course, if y'all know old Southern Baptist preachers, if you sit up front or in the first six, you know, if you were six feet close to him, you're going to get spit on. And it was um, really taught to us that you do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Now, while that is a very good principle to live by, it's also can be confusing because we treat others, you know, if we treat others the way we want to be treated and we treat them in love and kindness and good, and then they do us wrong. Well, I think that's where this part is coming from, because then we get we get our hopes let down. We get our hearts get hurt and, and it can cause anger and animosity and division. And Jesus didn't want that. Jesus said that we are to love thy neighbor as thyself. And so we are to treat our brothers and sisters while we, you know, we, we're supposed to still treat them with love. But when they do us wrong and harm us, we can't, from what this says and, and what I interpret it, we can't just automatically 
oh, well, you did me wrong, so now I'm going to be mad and fuss. We can't do that. And that's where I fall short sometimes because I do um, put my heart into a lot of things. And when I do and it's not reciprocated, it hurts. So I I allow that to, you know, allow that judgment to go back to, to Christ. And instead of letting them affect me and my day and how I perceive things, I, I let, let God have that judgment because his judgment is and his wrath is going to be much more than my little fussing could ever be. So it's a learning lesson on that, you know, because it is a difficult thing to be able to to rebuke those that are doing you wrong and also be able to to love them even though they've wronged you. And that's where it gets, it does get convoluted because we see a lot of wrong in this world today, especially, you know, and it makes me think back to Sodom and Gomorrah, like how bad it was then if, you know, God and or Jesus hasn't come back yet, but yet he had that wrath then, you know, how, how do we know, you know, what that Oh, what's the right word? How do we know when we are to act? Because we're seeing these things and, and we've read what happened in Sodom and Gomorrah. So how do we know when we're supposed to react? And I think that's one that that we have to let Jesus guide each of us in our hearts. Because, you know, we can't just automatically pick up the sword and, and wanting to go slay everyone. That's not our place. But at the same time, we can't, we also can't allow the sin to go on and allow the evilness of this world to continue. So it's, it's a battle um, and a struggle within our flesh. And we're not of this world, but in this world. So that's why I feel like we have to take it to Jesus and, and prayer first. Not just go out and, you know, tell someone else how we've been wronged, but we tell him how we've been wronged or how we feel we've been wronged. And then he will, he will act. I like that, Liz. Um, Liz says it lowers our frequencies when we express our anger back to them. Drop it at Jesus's feet. Shoot them at, oh, I love this. Shoot them at Jesus' start and be strong. Yes. So that's where we have to take it back to him, because if not, our frequencies and what she's saying, and we're going to be discussing the frequencies on knickknacks. So I'm glad she brought that up. Our frequencies really do affect our days. And like tonight, we're going to be talking about symbology and symbolism and spells and words and how words cast spells. And our words really do. You know, once they're out there, we can't take those back. The damage is done. There's no rewind button. We don't have that little smart remote from Bed Bath & Beyond to go back and fix things, you know? So we have to be very cautious of, of how we act ourselves and be accountable to not only Christ, but to ourselves and others when we do make those mistakes. And we will make those mistakes. That's why, you know, that's part of why Christ died for us because we were born in sin but we're reborn in him. And so we have to be very cautious of that. 
Now, let me see back where I was at. Let's see, Proverbs 24, 29. I'm going to read that again. Thank you, Liz. Look at you, girl. Do not say, thus I shall do to him as he has done to me. I will render to the man according to his work. I passed by the field of the sluggard and by the vineyard of the man lacking sense. And behold, it was completely overgrown with thistles. Its surface was covered with nettles and its stone walls and its stone wall was broken down. When I saw, I reflected upon it. I looked and received instruction. A little sheep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Then your poverty will come as a robber and your want like an armed man. All right, now we're going to flip, guys. I was debating between Philippians and Job. And I think next week we'll go into Job and just start the week with Job because that was the the issue that I was deciding on and, and trying to let God lead me. Um, Philippians is such a very good book and it's a short book. And I think it may, um, I think God kind of led me here because there's many of us that are anxious. And I think the words in this book will, will help many. Um, this is the epistle of Paul to the Philippians. Philippi had a checkered history. It was named after Philip of Macedon, who seized the city in 358 BC from the Thracians. He was the father, father of Alexander the Great. In 42 BC, Mark Anthony and Octavius defeated Brutus and Cassius nearby and thereby transformed the Roman Republic or oligarchy into the Roman Empire. Later, Augustus Caesar made Philippi a Roman colony. It was a principal stop on the Great Highway. Traders going east or west would come there. Therefore, it was a strategic place for the spread of the gospel. In the early portion of Paul's second missionary journey, the Lord indicated that he wanted Paul to cross over into Macedonia in Acts 16, 9, and 10. An event which has affected all our lives in the West. This was the first congregation ever to be established on European soil. Acts 16, 6 through 40 describes Paul's contact with Lydia and the Philippian, Philippian jailer's household. Paul may have visited them again when he journeyed from Ephesus to Macedonia in Acts 21, 20, verse 1, 2 Corinthians 2, 12 and 13, as well as 2 Corinthians 7, 5 and 6. We know that he spent time there that spring by Acts 26. I had a call coming in. I try to put this thing on do not disturb, but they still allow calls to come in. I don't know why. It is ironic. It is ironic that Philippians was written in another prison in Rome a decade later. Paul, who supported himself ordinarily, refused to receive financial assistance from the churches in 1 Corinthians 9, 11, and 12, and Acts 18:3. However, he did accept encouragement and support from the Philippian brethren when he was in Thessalonica in Philippians 4, 16, 18, and while in Corinth in 2 Corinthians 11, 9. Ephroditus arrived in Rome from Philippi with another offering of love. 
He nearly died but recovered. Philippians 2.25-30 and 4.18. Paul sent him back to Philippi with this letter and with his heartfelt thanks for their gift. He reassured them that they would be a victorious if they had the same attitude of Christ instead of conceited pride. Philippians 2, 5-11 is a classic passage. Although, strictly speaking, there is no development of one theme, the main thought of Philippians is the all-sufficiency of Christ in any circumstance, good or bad. Christ is the very meaning of life and death, Philippians 1, 20 and 21. More than a dozen passages exude Paul's joy and confidence. He loved them very much and urged them to press All right, so I'm going to start now. Um, Philippians 1. Paul and Timothy, bondservants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, including the overseers and deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God in all remembrance of you, always offering prayer with joy in my every prayer for you all. In view of your participation in the gospel from the first day until now, for I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. For it is only right for me to feel this way about you all, because I have you in my heart since both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, you are all are partakers of grace with me. For God is my witness how I long for you all with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this I pray that your love may abound still more and more in real knowledge and all dis discernment so that you may approve the things that are excellent in order to be sincere and blame blameless until the day of Christ. Having been filled with the fruit of righteousness which comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Now I want you to know, brethren, that my circumstances have turned out for the greater progress of the gospel, so that my imprisonment in the cause of Christ has become well known throughout the whole Praetorian Guard and to everyone else, and that most of the brethren trusting in the Lord because of my imprisonment have far more courage to speak the word of God without fear. Some, to be sure, are preaching Christ even from envy and strife, but some also from goodwill. The latter do it out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of, of the gospel. The former proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition rather than, than from pure motives, thinking to cause me distress in my imprisonment. What then? Only in that truth, only in, oh, excuse me, sorry. What then, only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed. And in this I rejoice, yes, and I will rejoice. For I know that this shall turn out for my deliverance through your prayers in the provision of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, according to my earnest expectation and hope that I shall not be put to shame in anything, but that with all boldness Christ shall even now, as always, be exalted in my body, whether by life, or by death. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. But if I am to live on the flesh, this will mean fruitful labor for me and I do not know which to choose. 
that I am hard pressed from both directions, having the desire to depart and be with Christ, for that is very much better. Yet to remain on in the flesh is more necessary for your sake. And convinced of this, I know that I shall remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy in the faith, so that your proud confidence in me may abound in Christ Jesus through my coming to you again. Only conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or remain absent, I may hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel, in no way alarmed by your opponents, which is a sign of destruction for them, but salvation for you, and that too from God. For to you it has been granted for Christ's sake, Christ's sake, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for his sake, experiencing the same conflict which you saw in me and now here to be in me. Philippians 2. If therefore there is any encouragement in Christ, if there is any consolation of love, if there is any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and compassion, make my joy complete by being of the same mind, maintaining the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose. Do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, let each of you regard one another as more important than himself. Do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. Have this attitude in yourself, which was also in Christ Jesus. For although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing, of, a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, also God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those who are in heaven and on earth and, un and under the earth, and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So then, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed, not as, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who is at work in both in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Do all things without grumbling or disputing, that you may prove yourselves to be blameless and innocent children of God above. Reproach in the midst of a crooked crooked and perverse generation among whom you appear as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life so that in the day of Christ I may have cause to glory because I did not run in vain nor toil in vain. But even if I am being poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I rejoice and, rejoice and share my joy with you all. And, to, and you too, I urge you, rejoice in the same way and share your joy with me. Now, that is, that is so wonderful right there, to rejoice in the Lord and, and, and the glory. It's beautiful because, you know, Jesus, Jesus could have 
asked the angels to save him. He didn't have to die on that cross. He had the power that he could have said, you know, what? I, I can't do this. I can't endure this. I, I wish to be free or, you know. They they didn't know. He didn't know. He, he still took all of the lashes and all of the, the beatings and abuse. And, I mean, the torment, I can feel it in my heart, what he must have felt. Even And it's not even a tenth of what he felt. But, you know, that's why I love Amazing Grace, the song, because he did that for us without even knowing us or without us even knowing him at that time. He did that all for us. So, you know, and he, he didn't have to, but he did. So I find that to be a beautiful love, which is why we should rejoice and shout to the heavens that, that Jesus is alive in each and every one of us and raise our hallelujahs because it's, it's something that's wonderful. Jaja, be safe, honey. I'm glad you were here. I'll have it reposted as soon as it gets finished. I was having some issues with Podbean this week since they did their maintenance Sunday. And I'm hoping that I don't today from my cell phone. But I was able to figure out how to get it to upload still. So it'll be here, hon. Uh, I'm not sh I can't recall if you're in Florida. But if you are, stay safe. And my prayers are with you, darling. Philippians 2.19, but I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you shortly so that I also may be encouraged when I learn of your condition, for I have no one else of kindred spirit who will genuinely be concerned for your welfare, for they all seek after their own interests, not of those of Christ Jesus. Okay, you are down there. Yes, I tried to talk to that tropical storm, and I've been praying on it to send it on out, but it's it's harp, and it's our government, and it's awful, especially for it to hit right here at the elections. Right after y'all were just trying to, and a lot of people still aren't put back together after Ian and Veterans Day. You know, um, they canceled our Veterans Day parade for tomorrow which i thankfully get to still go to the breakfast that they do for us um but it's it's harp and it's our government and we're just gonna let jesus deal with them because you know that wrath is gonna be awful but my prayers are with you shall shall be safe uh, philippians 2 i'm gonna go back to 221 for they all seek after their own interests, not of those of Christ Jesus. But you know of his proven word that he served with me in the furtherance of the gospel like a child serving his father. Therefore, I hope to send him immediately as soon as I see how things go with me. And I trust in the Lord that I myself also shall be coming shortly. But I thought it necessary to send, you, send to you Ephroditus my brother and fellow worker and fellow soldier, who is also your messenger and minister to my need, because he was longing for you all and was distressed because you had heard that he was sick. For indeed, he was sick to the point of death, but God had mercy on him, and not on him only, but also on me, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore, I have sent him all the more eagerly in order that when you see him again, 
You may rejoice, and I may be less concerned about you. Therefore, receive him in the Lord with all joy, and hold men like him in high regard. Because he came close to death for the work of Christ, risking his life to complete what was deficient in your service to me. Philippians 3. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things again is no trouble to me, and it is a safeguard for you. Beware of the dogs, beware of the evil workers, beware of the false circumcision, for we are the true circumcision, who worship in the spirit of God and glory of in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh, although I myself might have confidence even in the flesh. If anyone else has a mind to put confidence in the flesh, I far more, circumcised on the eighth day of the nation of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to the righteousness, which is in the law, found blameless. But whatever things were gained to me, those things I have counted as a, as loss for the sake of Christ. More than that, I count all things to be lost in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them but rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and may be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own derived from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ. The righteousness which comes from God on the basis of faith, that I may know him, and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death, in order that I may attain to the resurrection from the dead, not that I have already obtained it, or have already become perfect, but I press on in order that I may lay hold of that for which also I was laid hold of by Christ Jesus. Brethren, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore, as many are, as many as are perfect, have this attitude, and if in anything you have a different attitude, God will reveal that also to you. However, let us keep living by that same standard to which we have attained. Brethren, join in following my example and observe those who walk according to the pattern you have in us. For many walk, of whom I often told you, and now tell you, even weeping, that they are enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God and this is a lowercase God, is their appetite and whose glory is in their shame, who set their minds on earthly things. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which also we eagerly wait for a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform the body of our humble state into conformity with the body of his glory by the exertion of the power that he has, even to subject all things to himself. Philippians 4. Therefore, my beloved brethren, whom I long to see, my joy and, and crown, so stand firm in the Lord, my beloved. I urge Eudodia. Oh, I said that one wrong. Eudia. Oh, well. And I urge Sinchi, S Y N T Y C H E. Y'all know I'm bad with these words. 
to live in harmony in the Lord. Indeed, true comrade, I ask you also to help those these women who have shared my struggle in the cause of the gospel together with Clement also, and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your forbearing spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing. And this one is one of my favorites, Philippians 4, 6. Be anxious for nothing, but everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, shall guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence, and if anything worthy of praise, let your mind dwell on these things. The things you have learned and received and and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace shall be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly now that now at last you have re- revived your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned before, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak of from want, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am. I know how to get along with humble means, and I also know how to live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry both of having abundance and suffering need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. That's another of my favorites. That's uh, Philippians 4, 13. Nevertheless, you have done well to share with me my affliction, to share with me in my affliction. And you yourselves also know, Philippians, that at the first preaching of the gospel after I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving, but you alone. For even in Thessalonica, you sent a gift more than once for my needs. Not that I seek the gift itself, but I seek for the profit, which increases to your account. But I have received everything in full and have abundance. I am amply supplied, having received from Ephroditus, what you have sent, a fragrant aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, a well-pleasing to God, and my God shall shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Now to our God and Father be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The brethren who are with me greet you. All the saints greet you, especially those of Caesar's household. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. And that wraps up Philippians. So for those of y'all who are just joining, I will repost this in a little bit. Uh, Well, right after we finish, we did cover um, Philippians, the book of Philippians. And then I read Proverbs 23 and 24. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go into prayer. Do we have any prayer requests? Before I do,
Okay. Um, the person that just commented on the number, that number, um, I'm not quite sure who you are, but if you want to find us, you can find us on Christ Followers 7 on Telegram, as well as Nikki's Snacks on Telegram. Um, there's the Bards FM family room also. I'm sorry, but um, discernment. Well, I, I mean, I'll gladly take an online request and speak with you online, but I just can't, um, for safety of my family, uh, not going to give out my number. And I don't have WhatsApp, so sorry about that. But you can find me on Telegram, Christ Follower 7. All right, guys, I see that list. We'll definitely pray. If y'all bow your heads with me and we'll pray. If you're driving, please don't close your eyes. Father knows your heart. He will not be mad. I'm sure. What's your name, JJ, the JJ3041819Y? John? Okay, John, we can pray for your health, John. Are you part of the Bards FM family? Okay, send me a DM on Telegram then. You can find me on Telegram. All right, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that you have allowed us to gather together and for bringing so many here today, not for my glory, but for yours, Father. I appreciate that. And, and just bringing more people to gather in the word, in your word. And, and get closer to you because that's what matters is our eternal salvation. It's not what's here on this earth because we're only here for a short time while we are in eternity with you forever. So Father, we thank you for that. And we ask for prayer today. We come humbly asking for prayers for Liz that has a, I don't know if it's her three-year-old father or if someone she knows, but you know the need. There's a three-year-old with lung cancer that's spreading and in the liver father i ask that you you be with this child i also pray that you are with john um, for his health and wellness father i lift up those that are in florida georgia south carolina and the other states that may be affected by hurricane nicole that you keep them protected and and, and shield them from all of this evil that's that i feel in my heart that this storm was caused by that it was that was something of darkness and not of your your good measure father because we just we, we could feel it and we can see it father so i pray for their protection and that all of their needs be met as they go through yet another hard time because this storm is hitting in the same area that that hurricane ian did and these people are, are just trying to continue to live their lives and there's so many that that are your children father that love you and and they're really starting, you know, they're, we don't want them to despair and, and to be without. So, Father, I pray that if any one of them is, is in despair right now or, or just feels frustrated and lost and lonely, Father, that you come into them and, and you restore that, that love and that faith and those blessings, Father, that you pour them out upon them because they love you and we know you love them. 
And by your promise, we know that you could turn all things that evil intends to harm us into good. So, Father, we ask that you do that today and every day. Father, I pray for our children that are being abused, that you you continue to be and love them as you always will, Father, and that the people that are doing these harmful things to them, that they repent, that they seek you and they turn away from this wicked evilness father we 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 are so saddened to see all these horrible awful things we know father that it's not of you but of the darkness of the ruler of this earth and and we rebuke that evil we send it back to hell where it belongs father we ask that you come into to everyone's life in this world to help bring them closer to you to persevere in you and to be disciples of Christ Jesus, just like Paul was talking about in Philippians and how, you know, he's just changed so much because because of your wonderful love and your guidance. We know that even the worst of the worst can be used for good. So we pray, Father, that you come and you turn all of these people that are doing wrong, that you, you turn them to repentance and have them rebuke this evil that's in their lives, Father. I pray that those that are hungry, if they have a need, that they will seek one of us and ask for help and humbly ask for help. We know that it's hard sometimes, but but we all are here to help one another, to help each other grow in, in faith as well as grow and, and meet their needs. And we ask, Father, that you help guide them on being able to accept these blessings that you're trying to bestow upon them to that they not feel like they have to turn it down, Father, but that they can accept it because it's a gift from you through some of us to be able to bless others. So, Father, we ask that anyone that may have a need, whether it's today or it's tomorrow, or if they had a need from last week that they were too ashamed for, that they they know that that pride is something is, that is of evil and not something that you want, that you want all of your children to be not hungry and not suffer. And if we suffer, it's it's only suffering as Christ did. And it, it's because of our faith and our love. And that faith and that love, Father, shows us that that we are to be accepting of these blessings that you bestow upon us through others. So, Father, we pray for those that have those needs, that they just come out and, and they let us know and and can reach out to one of our the Bards FM minds or, or someone and we can try to see about helping those people. Father, we know that there's going to be even more need in the coming months as as winter is upon us here in the United States and 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 fuel is becoming shorter and the prices are going up and, and we see all of this evil things that are trying to just turn us into absolute despotism, Father. But we know that you have a plan for this wickedness that's on this earth. And we know that through you, that plan will be met. So, Father, we ask that you just continue to bless all of us here and now. Bless those that have those those prayers and those needs that have reached out to you and have reached out to us, Father, that you answer those prayers and that your will be done. And let them know that no thing that you bring us to, if you bring us to it, Father, we know you're going to bring us through it. So no matter what that storm brings, if we keep our eyes on you, Father, and keep our eyes on what Jesus Christ did for you and that amazing grace by the blood on the cross, that we know that we can make it through all things because Christ give a, gives us that comfort and scripture says so. 
And then it's in Jesus' mighty holy name I pray. Amen. Well, thank you all so very, very much for being here um, tonight at, well, we've got Bards FM, but did at 4 p.m. Eastern at 7 p.m. Eastern will be knickknacks on symbolism. And then right after that at eight o'clock will be echoes followed at 9 p.m. with Bards FM, 10.30 p.m. Is Kilted Christian and then Fishers of Men at Midnight. These are all Eastern times and they're all on Podbean. Um, the next prayer or sister on scripture um, worship is going to be on Tuesday. I do these Tuesday and Thursday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern on here. And with Telegram on here. So I will see y'all back later on this afternoon. I'm going to go ahead and get this uploaded and posted so those that come in late or want to re-listen to it or whatever can. I appreciate each and every one of y'all being here and know that my love and heart is with you all and I will be praying for all of us because God knows that we need all the prayers right now. Prayers are easy. Prayers are free and it doesn't take anything to do. So I love y'all. Y'all have a wonderful blessed day and I will see you online. God bless you all.